0: Hello, everyone. I don't do music intros when I do the <laughs> something else intro because I can't be bothered to learn how. Hello, everyone. I'm Yati and I'm joined by Marty Sleever. Hello, everybody. And this week on Slightly Something Else, we're talking about adaptations generally. I noticed Nick put the clickbaity headline on the video, as is his wont, bringing up the subject that's been on everyone's minds lately you know Uh, what nick
1: nick is on vacation so if he wants to do a clickbait headline while he's supposed to be doing nothing then good for him
0: he's in the chat i can see him (laughs) hi nick how's your vacation going (laughs) you know
1: some people some people like going to hawaii some people like going to disney world some people like going to the slightly something
0: else chat this is why i very specifically didn't take my laptop last time i went on holiday
1: that's genius that's perfect
0: but yes, you can tell uh, Chris Pratt's announcement, the announcement that Chris Pratt was being cast as Mario in a Mario movie. You can tell that certainly, like, uh, created a buzz. It you- did. It, it, it absolutely. You did. can tell from the way this video somehow got three dislikes before we even started. <laughs> I don't know,
1: do you think those were like pro-prats? Like
0: pro-prats? I have no idea. People are clearly passionate about it. I suspect they might have been in my camp, which is who the fuck cares, and any (laughs) amount of time spent talking about it is letting the motherfuckers win. Are Are we just about to do that, though? Well, I guess we might as well, like, give it a little bit of lip service. What is your opinion on Chris Pratt's casting as Mario?
1: Uh... I mostly the further I get away from it I'm just fine with it because a like I'm legitimately like you said just who cares like this is a movie for kids and if you like it great if you don't like it it's fine there's, there's they make lots of other movies you can enjoy
0: I think the point uh, I think the point is that there's not there's there's not really anything you can do that would be untrue to the character of Mario he's not really a character no, right Mario has no, no character he's he's done no. everything he's been a doctor he's he's done go-karting He's yeah, yeah. he's done been an MMA fighter. You could do literally yeah. anything and put Mario's face you'd on think, it. You'd think well for what he has he been an MMA fighter? Was that a game I was, I guess Smash Brothers, yeah. Yeah, that, that was what I was yeah. referring to Smash Brothers.
1: <laughs> it
0: uh yeah, I mean,
1: it's. It, I also I laughed at some of the things saying that uh, Chris Pratt isn't Italian American, so that's an <laughs> insult to the Mario character. Which I'm like, ah, yes, all of those Italian references in yeah. <laughs>
0: various what Mario games. a very games. sensitive portrayal of Italians Mario has always been.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they want, so the other the big movie coming out this weekend is the The Many Saints of Newark, which is the prequel to the to um, the Sopranos. So if they want, they could just swap those casts and everything would be fine. So just have the entire cast of The Sopranos as the Mushroom Kingdom,
0: and then no one's angry. When did it become a thing that Mario and Luigi were from Brooklyn? Because uh, I think that I'm, was something that like, the TV and movie adaptations in the 90s just, yeah. like, just made up yeah it was definitely a part of the 1993
1: movie like the the live action movie that sort of bombed yeah. and then nintendo stopped making movies for a
0: very long yeah. time the um reason why you yeah. probably couldn't do a live action movie <laughs> of mario if only because also, yeah. you, if only because that bob hoskins lightning was never gonna strike twice
1: it really wasn't no no or the the dennis hopper i'm just doing this for a paycheck bowser
0: which c- gotta well, appreciate yeah you could tell he was having a lot of fun though
1: yeah oh absolutely um, yeah, this casting, I thought the situation of the casting was really funny, because it was during this really anticipated uh, Nintendo Direct, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Miyamoto came out, which we don't see him in every Direct, so that was nice, and then he presented the movie, and with every new bit of casting, even though, again, with hindsight, I think a lot of it's just totally fine, but it was just like, I personally thought they were going to go like down the road of sort of unknowns, uh and i was just mm. i was just clearly wrong so. I,
0: I think the casting smacks of irony
1: how so
0: jack black as bowser seth rogan as donkey kong yeah. just smacks of taking the piss and i think yeah. that might be the angle <laughs> they're going for because you know that's that's every cg animated movie these days they're always a little bit you know irreverent
1: well, yeah, and you get your casting is like uh, uh, let's get like some some young up and coming like who, who, who's like the hottest actor right now, and so they'll cast like Timothy Chalamet or in this case uh, Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach, and then like uh, who's funny? Who does everyone think is funny? It's like ah, oh, everyone thinks Seth Rogen and Jack Black are funny, so it just seems like you're ticking off boxes, and then the Chris Pratt of it all is just he's in marvel movies he's in jurassic world and he's in the lego movies and all three of those have made billions of dollars so
0: yeah and i doubt there you he, go i doubt he'd do a voice performance that only chris pratt could do i don't he's got a sort of distinctive voice enough for that yeah I, I, yeah i'm pretty sure he'd do the sort of performance where if you didn't know it was chris pratt you'd be able to tell
1: yeah yeah and that's the other thing is people are forgetting like the the Lego movie the first one especially is just was incredibly well received like people love that movie mm-hmm. um and the way it took a thing that doesn't have a lot of like you know external like personality in just terms of like a Lego man and mm-hmm. then imbuing it with that so I'm um, uh I don't know I'm, I'm curious about the movie, but in the same way I don't know if if it's awful it's not gonna not gonna change my day whatsoever.
0: I it's also su- not gonna change yeah. the Mario games. I suspect I mean this is just like based on absolutely nothing at all. I think they might be going in a Wreck It Ralph sort of direction where they okay. do it, where they all have the day job where they do the kidnapping and the rescue thing. Mm-hmm. And then the then they all the players turn off and they all like shuffle off back to the green room and just act as normal people. Because that's practically canon. I mean, um wasn't it like officially said that the reason why Bowser and Mario can do go-karting and golfing together? is because all, this, all the games are just, like, theatrical productions. They're all, like, actors on a stage.
1: I mean, that was, like, the, the whole uh, premise of Mario 3 for the NES was that there's curtain raises, and then the whole thing is presented as a stage, and you exit stage right at the end of a level. So, mm. yeah, I think if we want to go into actual Mario canon, which I think there is very little of, um, I, think, I think that's absolutely part of it. Mm. Yeah, so I don't, like... I'm not sure what people wanted from this, whoever was like offended or angry at this, it was the second they announced the Mario movie. you should have either known you should have known where you stood on it, it and if yeah. you're if it was a hill you were gonna die on, that's probably just pick another hill pick think, literally any other hill
0: I don't think anybody wanted it. I don't think anybody didn't want it either. I don't think anyone really like gave it much thought no, and it's
1: uh, you know part of it is just understanding like miyamoto is getting older and it's clearly the things he are he's focusing on is less um um the the sort of nitty-gritty of singular video games and more of these larger ideas like you saw mario get into the world of legos and then they opened the mario theme park at universal studios japan and Mm. they just announced the donkey kong expansion i like how the theme park is getting its own dlc as well (laughs) which is just which is just very fitting um and so yeah i mean he wants everything
0: is fucking dlc put an extension on your house it's not Your house getting DLC? For fuck's sake!
1: I think it is. I think it is. If you if you add a add a third bathroom to your house, that's that's just shit or DLC.
0: So it's only DLC if you download it. Maybe worth they get like some really sophisticated three D printing drones If you, some uh, point in the future. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, three D printed like an entire little room. Yeah,
0: down, that'd be nice. Download an extension for your house.
1: Uh, yeah, but yeah, me and just wants to be Walt Disney. And and that's that's pretty clear. And yeah, you know, he's already wanna, conquered video games.
0: You so. want to expand your influence, I suppose. Yeah. No.
1: Absolutely. And I and I get it.
0: And yeah, I I just. I mean, Mario, I is, movie... Mario and Mickey Mouse are good, pretty close equivalents, really. Yeah, and
1: especially in that the two of them have very little personality, and most of the time it's it's them sort of, uh, you know reflecting the the weirdos around them
0: yeah you know someone like donald
1: duck and goofy or luigi and bowser
0: yeah and there's no canon or continuity there there's no like established like setting it's not like sonic the hedgehog where you know sonic the hedgehog has a planet he lives on and he defends it from dr robotnik it's not like yeah that's that's something you can
1: latch on to yeah, part of me wonder, I mean, the Mario movie's been in development for longer, but part of me wonders if, like, Nintendo saw that that Sega had actual, you know, success, quote-unquote, with the Sonic movie. Like, it made a lot of money, hmm. pretty well-received. It was one of those movies that kids liked, and adults found it inoffensive. And mm-hmm. so I wonder if, like, part of the Nintendo, Nintendo-Sega Nintendo feud was still like, well, shit, if they if they could do this, we could do this.
0: I have my suspicions about that Sonic movie. Uh-oh. Because that whole business, like halfway through, where they like showed off the character and it looked absolutely nightmarishly horrible.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then they like uh, made it made <laughs> the the CG companies
0: go into crunch. Was that, I suspect, some kind of engineered moment where they could pretend like that was what they were going for, so that they could in- easily grab good headlines by instantly uh-huh. caving and replacing it with something that didn't look like absolute dog shit.
1: Just set a set a very low bar, and
0: in doing so. <laughs> Create a sort of element of positivity and a successful yeah. change to what is, let's yeah. face it, uh, a very cynical enterprise of a film project. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think it just goes to show you that if you start a new job, uh, do poorly on your first day mm. and then impress them later on by just doing adequately and it'll be fun. Yeah.
0: That's, uh, yeah that's,
1: that's job advice for you.
0: They, uh, but the uh... do you think there's oh, any way they could do a live-action Mario at this point? Do you think if I mean, they've already done it, but it was very, fairly poorly received. Although I think a lot of people like it in retrospect, from a nostalgic mm-hmm. perspective. I mean, I think it's it's not bad.
1: Yeah, and I think it's almost gotten. Uh better with age if people are able to like get over the oh my god this was the mario movie and kind of look at it as a very strange time capsule and especially when you start reading about the production and sort of the the almost insane people who were behind it and like you said bob hoskins and, and and dennis hopper and john Leguizamo like just a it's a weird thing that it exists and i'm really yeah. glad it does
0: what do you think if they did a live action mario now what do you think it would be Who'd, who would you cast I mean, would they would they literally keep this? Danny
1: <laughs> I still like Danny DeVito as Wario seems just perfect, mm-hmm. and Willem Dafoe as Waluigi. That just seems like you know the the internet has rallied around that, and I feel like they need to do that.
0: I was so. about to say you'd never get Willem Dafoe to play Waluigi, but then I remembered he was in Twelve <laughs> Minutes, so apparently he just he just takes whatever he can get. You know what? Yeah, he just needed to find that watch. He just really needed that watch. <laughs> <He's>,
1: yeah. <laughs> Um, it, is, uh, uh, it is interesting that we've hit a bit of a, I don't want to say like a, a renaissance of video game movies, but I feel like we're on a, a tick where th- for a very long time they were considered just awful.
0: Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and now, maybe that's the whole setting the bar low th- thing, is we got the Sonic the Hedgehog movie and Detective Pikachu, which were totally fine. I think kids love them. I think if if you had to go with someone who's young, I think you're totally fine seeing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then earlier this year, literally one of my favorite movies of the year is Werewolves Within, which is based on that Ubisoft VR, you know, simulation of like Werewolf, the, the sort of social deduction game, which is weird to count as a video game adaptation, but it is, and the movie's incredible. It's like one of the, the, the funniest and, and like uh most satirical horror movies in decades like I, I think
0: it's genuinely great i never heard of that game maybe the fact that it was a lesser well-known game meant that it didn't have so many attachments in the minds of the audience and that's why it worked yeah. out better.
1: it was a vr only game so that well, immediately its audience was was very small it was a vr only multiplayer only game which i think at that point yeah that's trying to find two people who know each other with vrs is, that's is the rare enough.
0: That's tiny sliver in the venn diagram isn't it <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely um but then we have a lot of you know we have stuff coming up like we know we we keep seeing images of the uncharted movie like that's a real thing starring Spider-Man and and see, and see that Mark that's...
0: Wahlberg I'm not sure that would work the way like Sonic or Detective Picture works because those two were like sort of taking a sort of slightly ironic approach to something that's mm-hmm. a very you know cartoony very uh, shallow sort of product but uncharted practically is live action i mean graphically i mean i'd say the same about the last of us which is also being adapted yeah but the fact is when they made the mario movie mario didn't really have a human face mario was a sprite but Mm -hmm. nathan drake in uncharted he has a human face you think of him and you think that's that's what he looks like we've seen him in the games he looks realistically human and the places he
1: goes are familiar places, and the things he does are familiar in the you know action adventure genre. So, the idea that you would take something like uh, you know a- any of these live action you know uh, uh, Uncharted or The Last of Us or Tomb Raider, mm. which are games so heavily inspired by very specific movies, mm. and then turn them back into movies, it just feels like you know. Yeah. The question is ultimately why. And, yeah. like, that's coming from someone... I'm genuinely excited for The Last of Us TV show. I think, like, the crew, the crew behind it is is wonderful, but... Sort
0: of, sort of like the opposite of what happened with Street Fighter the game, where they made it into a movie, and then the movie was adapted into a game. The game,
1: yeah. That's... <laughs> it's just an Ouroboros. So it just never ends. Yeah.
0: Adapt... Because, you know, the studios will just say, hey, we're adapting this thing, because it's got name recognition, and everyone creams mm-hmm. their pants over it, and then it yeah. comes out, and everyone forgets about it, and... And so the cycle goes on, and society doesn't get any better, and... Society definitely does not get better. And we are no, that is... kept in a state of constant distraction yeah. by marketing, all that sounds about right. by marketing <laughs> stunts dressed up as movies. And uh, why don't we all just kill ourselves now? So, the other adaptation that caught my eye was the Cowboy Bebop one.
1: Yep. And that's another. that's another in a long line of let's take this uh, perfectly good beloved anime and then turn it into live action mm. for some unknown reason. Yeah. And we've seen that with Dragon Ball Z and we've seen that with death note. Mm. And, yeah. We've seen it time and time again. And, and very rarely has it ever has, has the, the, the live action thing turned out to be anything even slightly interesting, let alone, you know, better than its source material.
0: I think that Hollywood still has this like superiority complex. That uh, makes it think that anything it does to something that's uh, a video game property or an anime property uh, is some kind of service to it, whatever they Mm do. Like, it's always regarded as a step up when something gets a Hollywood film adaptation, even though, you know, it was working perfectly well as a video game or an anime. Mm -hmm. Or these days, I would say, like, streaming television is probably the more. prestige... Dominant. The more more prestige medium than Hollywood films.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah. Hollywood uh, Hollywood films
0: need to be taken down a peg or two. Needs to stop being so big for its (laughs) boots and realize we're all down here in the gutter now in this age of streaming. There's no... I mean, I think...
1: I wonder if they have been taken down a peg, though, in the age of streaming. Like, if they realize that more people watch, like, The Queen's Gambit than any movie last year.
0: Well... I guess, well, all all that really comes out in Hollywood these days is just, like, these big action, like, comic book movies these days. Yeah. That's, like, the only thing that makes money now. Yeah. I mean,
1: the entire middle has been cut out, so it's either, you know, bare-bones indie or costs $200 million to make and is based off an existing property.
0: Remind you of video games at all? Oh, no. It's oh, us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: We're the
0: problem. We are the baddies.
1: Um, but yeah for me with the uh, with the anime to live action adaptations, in my mind the only reason to do it is do something with this new medium that wasn't done in the previous one. So, so show yeah. me something different.
0: So the way um, they're showing off Campbell Bebop is a sort of shot for shot remake of the anime. Except with everyone a bit less slatterly dressed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh yeah and movement being a little bit stranger because yeah. exaggerated exaggerated movement with an animated character makes sense but like doing just weird jump kicks as a live-action human looks kind of strange what uh, you think of scene? i did think the intro looked good though like yeah well it could have looked worse i well, don't know
0: i guess maybe it's just because the cowboy people of intro just generally kicks ass
1: yeah and they, you yeah, the old score scores back so it's like you know on on paper they didn't screw the pooch too much well, you hope. Well, at least in the in the intro, so at least you get to see that, you know, before every episode of like whatever the ten episode season is, so that's nice. So you think of that's the, night.
0: Do you remember the Sin City adaptation. That's what it, I do, yeah, that's what that reminds, was huge. That's what it reminds yeah. me of. It feels less like yeah. trying to adapt the thing, more to sort of recreate it as a sort of, you know, novelty stunt. Say, hey, look what we did. Mm-hmm. By like recreating the Mona Lisa with slices of toast. Yeah. But the one it's, thing... You, the you, City act, it's, it's impressive on one level, but it's also not really worth having while the real Mona Lisa exists. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yes. I, I 100% agree. But I wonder if the, the good that could come from a thing like that, and even the live-action Cowboy Bebop, is uh, getting people, it, it, you know, since it's on Netflix, a certain million... Uh, amount of people are going to watch this based solely on the fact that it'll be the on the splash screen as soon as you open netflix and if that gets some fraction of those people interested in the original anime and they could click over and just watch cowboy bebop then it's like well good i guess like i'm I'm glad more people have watched the cool thing and if you know folks who saw sin city in theaters because that was also what 15 years ago or so like uh, uh graphic novels and comic books and that sort of like nerd shit wasn't directly in the forefront of pop culture like it is now. You know, that was pre Walking Dead, pre Game of Thrones, pre MCU. So
0: that's, yeah. that's the other adaptation actually that I noticed this week, uh, The Sandman. Neil Gaiman's yeah. Sandman getting a Netflix series mm-hmm. that yeah. Neil Gaiman has been tweeting incessantly about.
1: Yeah, and that's uh it, it's it's funny to finally see that because I feel like that's something that's been talked about for an extremely oh, yeah. long
0: time. Isn't that one of those notorious development hell projects? Yep, That's
1: And cool. it was like yeah. we're gonna do it as a movie, or we're gonna yeah. do it as a series, or yeah.
0: So because they can finally can do all this, just because like Netflix is so, has so much money to spread around. Yeah, they open
1: up their they open up their pocket they wallet their little coffers and say you know as much money as you want. It's. Uh, yeah, well, it's pretty impressive on on Netflix's part. Sooner honestly. or
0: later, they're gonna run out of shit to adapt, and then they'll come <laughs> to my door, motherfucker. <laughs> That's my time thought- in the sun. <laughs>
1: I thought ultimately they were just going to start adapting things that they've already adapted. So like, they're like, ah, oh, we made the Irishman a few years ago. So let's just remake that. We'll oh, just, we'll just do a, a five-part mini series of the Irishman.
0: That's true, isn't it? You can, just because it's been adapted once before doesn't mean they can't adapt it again. No. Uh what
1: do you think going back to to Mario what did you think there was a there was an outcry that uh Charles Martinet was not allowed to voice Mario and they've said Charles Martinet who's you know he's been the voice of Mario he's done all the wahoos and I think he voices most of the critters in those games they said he's doing some voices in the movie but clearly he's not doing Mario and some people were very upset about that so how how did how did you feel about that did you have strong feelings
0: well I thought about it and at first I thought, well, this is, you know, what I was talking about earlier, movies are just having no respect for other mediums or that Charles Martinet is a is an established thing There's, that we've all been, like, associating. That's basically been the iconic Mario voice for <laughs> many, many, many years. But then I thought, well, this might be a necessity of the change of medium, because sure. Charles Martinet's voice works in a video game to drive home certain things, like don't run into that enemy or you'll get killed. Mm-hmm. And it probably wouldn't be as nice if it was something we were having to listen to for two hours, and we were supposed to like emotionally engage with the character.
1: Yeah, that's perfectly said. That his voice is there to act as uh, a feedback to mechanics in the game. Yeah, his 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 wahoo wahoo is feedback for doing a good triple jump. Like you said, his his sort of shout when he gets nicked by an enemy is like, well, don't do that, or else you're gonna have to hear this Italian man make that noise again. So that that's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't know. Can he deliver? You know, a. a Twenty-second monologue? Like, I don't, maybe he can. I don't. I just, I just don't know. Like, has he ever voiced anything? Like a character that has?
0: I once I once, heard, um, <laughs> I once heard a voicemail that he recorded for like some game retailer. It might have been GameStop. Uh, okay. It was like a voicemail that they got him to do to like send as like a robocall to people who'd pre-ordered Super Mario Galaxy. And okay. it was like this uh, thirty-second monologue about his great new game and how you can come and buy it now and yeah that wouldn't work in any kind <laughs> of movie setting yeah because he did the whole thing in like rattling it off as like this like hyper fast monologue as you'd expect from like a yeah Mario. yeah, and um it would just be exhausting to listen to <laughs> if it was like a character yeah. in a movie who was like part of, a, part of a scene with other characters you'd probably be a little bit nonplussed by the whole thing and I think
1: the, the thing people aren't Paying attention to is that these adaptations aren't—they're part—they're only partially for the people who already like deeply love the thing, Mm. and then they're also there mostly for people who generally just sort of like the thing or don't know about the thing. I mean, in the case of Mario, most people at the very least know the thing, but uh, the the people getting really up at arms over the Mario casting to me is just like, well the movies for a lot more people than just you. So that's why they chose a bunch of names that, you know, you laugh at when, when they were set in in order by Miyamoto. But ultimately, when you look back on you're like, okay, I guess that makes sense to make a bunch of character posters with, with you know, DK's face and then mm. Seth Rogen's name underneath.
0: Well, I'm suddenly reminded of something I once said in a video when I was talking about single-player game franchises suddenly doing like a multiplayer-focused installment. Okay, what's that? Like uh, the Wolfenstein, the whatever it was called. Young Youngbloods? Young Youngbloods? Yeah. I remember saying, yeah. why can't we just have something that's ours? Why can't we just have something that's ours without it being taken away and having its legs broken for the benefit of Timmy Cuntface?
1: Well, because uh, Timmy has money as well. <laughs> they, they would like some of Timmy's money.
0: Well, I think that was my conclusion. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah timmy's uh timmy's money rolls over everything so I think, yes, i'm I curious guess it, if,
0: i guess it would be very misguided to try to like uh, uh, think of mario as some kind of niche thing that's just for you
1: yeah especially when you're like does anyone feel that way about like mickey mouse like you said these are two of the like probably the most iconic animated characters of the last century
0: well i don't um, think yeah mickey mouse is just like a thing that's been in the background noise of everyone's lives but mario is still like video games generally are still a young enough thing that there are people mm-hmm. who have a lot of nostalgia for it and have it yeah, closer, yeah. closer to the center of their hearts, I suppose. They remember yeah. those childhood days, lock, letting themselves in with their latch key and playing yeah. Mario 3 on the living room floor yeah. until mum came yeah. back with the KFC. Yeah. Not realizing... Man, that's a very specific you know, one. <laughs> not, realizing it that, that, not realizing it at the time, but knowing in retrospect it was the best their life would ever get.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Why didn't we have someone just in our ear to whisper that it's all downhill from here, just constantly throughout that span of our lives?
0: Well, maybe they were just telling it to us in a language we didn't understand. Maybe it was just maybe that was puberty. That was the universe telling us that it was all downhill from here. <laughs> we should have seen the signs. They were directed right at us. Um,
1: yeah, it's interesting. I'm also I'm I'm curious about this this Mario movie. If they're going to try to use it as a um, Jumping off point for the 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 dreaded CU word, not the not the the C word. Cinematic universe is the word I was going for. Oh, I was
0: wondering but... what you were going for. You know, with,
1: with, uh... I guess you can't have. There's only one C word. It, it bows to no one. Well, uh, the, but
0: well, the fact that they've cast Donkey Kong as well mm-hmm. sort of sets my cinematic universe mm-hmm. in senses tingling
1: and, ca- and cast them as a as seth rogan a big actor who could yeah. headline his own movie and then they could cast like, timothy chalamet as diddy Kong or, or, yeah, or mean, whatever the hell yeah. they want to do
0: nintendo is uh, well acquainted with the crossover between its properties of course no no
1: yo absolutely and uh but but when i even mean greater universe i mean I, I made it as a joke and i started thinking about it and i'm like i feel like more than one call has been made between uh uh the studio doing this, the studio that's done Sonic, and the studio that's done Detective Pikachu, of <laughs> uh, let's say down the road, there is like a Nick Fury esque tease at the end of a movie about a Smash Brothers movie, and like you have to believe that they're trying to consider this,
0: like the, the video it, game cinematic universe. Yeah, and
1: it's not like a, this isn't a thing I want to exist, but knowing Hollywood, it's a thing that they're trying to make exists, and so I'm, I'm yeah, I'm curious to see, especially if this movie. Makes a lot of money, which I imagine it will. Is good, which we don't know. That's, what? I think, still up in the air. But... Well,
0: I'm sure the idea's been floated, because the idea of Cinematic Universe has been floated for fucking everything, hasn't it? It really has, yeah. Has. I mean, we, uh... more so a few years back, when uh, people didn't realize what a, like, a death knell it was to declare your Cinematic <laughs> Universe before it even got started. Thinking yeah, of well, you, we're... Tom Cruise is the mummy... <laughs> oh remember that like whole photo
1: about the dark cinematic universe so they had all the actors and they all look yes. very sad oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and ghostbusters
0: uh, was gonna be a cinematic universe yeah yeah
1: it's wild when they do it before they have literally anything to show yeah which is right before we went live we were talking about how activision announced the call of duty cinematic universe and we just haven't we haven't gotten that yet before, like, it was cinem- there has a... yeah,
0: before it was cinematic universe specifically there, there's always been cases of like people just like assuming this thing was going to be the next big thing and announcing that already announcing the toys and the cartoons there is and all of that yeah it's it's
1: it's mind-boggling it's like looking at the success of the mcu and just not not looking into how it got there
0: yeah and just
1: looking at the finish line and being like all right let's do that we'll, we'll do what they they've done for the last yeah. 10 years but let's do it right now
0: that's what we want yeah You know, speaking of Um. video game cinematic universe, it's long been like a dream project of mine to do a sort of uh, write-up of the video game Walt Newton family. Sort of like cross over as many video game universes as possible. Mm -hmm. The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen style. Okay, yeah. (laughs) I like that, yeah. I mean, you know, it might be fun to write a book set in that universe, but, you know, the only reason Alan Moore could do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen because everything was out of copyright
1: well yeah yeah i was about to say it's public domain right yeah hey and that got its own movie how'd that turn out awfully
0: poorly yeah it yes. did not it did
1: not turn out well the other the, the other part of this universe expanding that i find funny is uh so the the final smash brothers dlc character is being announced next week and they're like making a big deal they said this is the last one officially and mm. it's being announced on a stream and a lot of people are thinking it might be sora from kingdom hearts which would then just canonically link Mickey and Mario finally oh. for the first time. Oh,
0: shit. And the- then Disney buys Nintendo, and <laughs> then the cyberpunk future begins. It does. But like the good cyberpunk
1: feature, not the one that came out last December and was kind of janky.
0: <laughs>
1: A nice one. The one we all like. Uh, the one, I will say there's one, um, to, to jump back to anime, there's one anime to live action adaptation that I think is genuinely great and not enough people talk about, and I think it's Speed Racer. Did you see Speed Racer by the Wachowski's?
0: <coughs> I'm afraid that one slipped me by. And I, I, I know they did adapt it. I think it is genuinely great. Like, like unironically,
1: I think and the the, the reason I think it's good is not because of the characters. I don't care about the characters, don't care about the story, but the way they legitimately shot the movie and made the movie, it looks unlike any other movie ever made. And it does this very strange things with focus and depth of field to make it look like a live action anime. And it doesn't seem like they're like, well, let's just put the camera here because that's where it was on the cartoon. Like they, they legitimately just created new filming techniques to make the movie look unlike anything else that had ever been made. And to me, I'm like, okay, there was a reason to make this. You've, you've given me something that I've never seen before and haven't seen since. So yeah, just
0: do that. And
1: that movie was a giant bomb. So maybe don't do that.
0: Yeah. You could basically have been describing the adaptation of Scott Pilgrim vs. The world there as well.
1: That's a yeah, perfect example, yeah. And again, stuff that like it's I mean, thankfully Edgar Wright did it once and then never revisited it. Like <laughs> he's one of those directors that goes on and does something new every time. So I'm
0: trying to think of other anime adaptations. Not a fan of Battle Angel Alita, I take it. I was
1: not, no. I know a lot of people
0: loved it, but oh, uh fucking CG I don't like the big eyes. frozen it's eyes. The- get those big eyes out of
1: here yeah movie movie should only have one size of eyes and it's not big
0: Hmm. um yeah uh, like like, uh there's been a couple of movies that were adaptations of like graphic novels and stuff that nobody knew were graphic novels like um, a history of violence history of violence yeah that's a that's a good one ghost world um yeah yeah there's
1: a lot where you go back and like uh the, the the tom cruise time loop movie was based on a manga edge of
0: tomorrow
1: edge of tomorrow i believe it was a a manga called uh, all you need is kill
0: which is that's a that's a name i gotta think there's gotta be some movies that were mangas that we didn't know about so and you just listed one so thank you for that i I had no idea that was a manga
1: uh yeah i don't think I, i don't even think they like leaned into it during the promotion of the movie they weren't like oh and by the way check out this thing it was like well we'll just pretend this is a tom cruise movie yeah yeah i
0: just thought it was a Tom Cruise be ripping off Groundhog Day.
1: It was. Uh, it wasn't. It was ripping off Twelve Minutes. At the end, it turns huh. out him and uh, Emily Blunt. Never mind. I'm not gonna spoil that.
0: Uh, they. Uh, well, yeah. all right. Fair, fair enough. Let's not <laughs> spoil things. Shall we go to? Shall we go to super chats? Uh, that sounds lovely. Hello, chat. You, you've given us your super
1: chats. We've ignored yes. them. Yes, because uh, that's just yes. what we do for the first half.
0: Yes, we acknowledge super chats in the second half. Hmm so they've all suddenly become irrelevant. and that's yeah. the, that's the way we like it <laughs> so if you want to if you want to ask us a question now is a good time to get your super chats in we'll still be taking them for a while yet while we're answering these mm-hmm. so uh, remember all your super chats support our work and ensure we don't have to chase algorithms and stuff so they're all very much appreciated even if we take the piss out of you for asking stupid questions just perfect you know just keep that in the back of your mind for the next half hour or so Gene Venter gives ten Canadian dollars to say Yahtzee for Gordon Freeman in the Half-Life movie.
1: Incredible.
0: Just because I got glasses would, would and you beard. Pick it? Everyone's got glasses and a beard. Marty's got glasses You're, and a beard. Everyone's oh no! Got Gordon Freeman. Does that mean I have to be Gordon Freeman? <laughs> you know, you know who I always thought would be really good as Gordon Freeman. Who's that? Uh, Charlie Sheen in the movie The Arrival. I'm just looking for a picture. There's two the movies. Arrival. There's two movies called Arrival. One of them's a recent one. Yeah, uh, I've seen that one. A sci-fi movie that's really good. But there's another one called I think it's called The Arrival, and Charlie Sheen's in it. Yeah, he is. And, he's, to, and, he's okay. looks, and he looks the dead spit of Gordon Freeman in it. I wonder. I mean, so. They're
1: very... Okay, and this was a 96 movie, and so it's just possible that they had that in mind while modeling that character, because I know uh, Nintendo has all but confirmed that uh, Link's image in Ocarina of Time was modeled after the biggest movie in the world at the time, which was Titanic, and so that's just kind of Leonardo DiCaprio.
0: Oh, oh, oh. I found a picture And, now. you know, Kojima's found, done the same thing. I found a picture now. I'm just going to put it in front of your webcam so everyone can see. <laughs> Hang on. I have to open the image in a new tab. There we go. Da, 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 da. I'm doing machine
1: transformation.
0: Ta-da! Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you'll see it in a second. See what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah I
1: think I, I think that I think absolutely. Yeah, the, the facial hair is exactly the same, the glass, yeah. That's him. That also doesn't look like Charlie Sheen.
0: Yeah, yeah. He really like scrubbed down a bit for that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, probably a modern-day Charlie Sheen, you probably couldn't cast for the role because he's (laughs) out of his fucking mind.
1: Hey, who knows what would happen to Gordon Freeman if they ever make Half-Life 3. There
0: you go. I mean, he never spoke. He could have been uh, talking about tiger blood all the time for a wiener.
1: (laughs) Alex was just rolling her eyes. Like, God, he's doing it again.
0: (laughs) That guy, you know, gives us $5 to say, I think the Mario casting and live-action cowboy bebop is a symptom of Hollywood's general disrespect of Japan and anime. Oh uh, yeah, as we were saying, that. Mm, I don't I don't know if it's a disrespect. I think it's
1: it's more Hollywood just wants to make money off of I mean, anything that yeah. already has a fan base behind it.
0: I guess that they're different worlds. And Hollywood makes uh, wants to make a thing that's comfortable to Hollywood. A thing yeah. the sort of thing they're comfortable making.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah, I don't see the Adaptative. yeah I don't see it as disrespectful to Japan I just see it as yeah just you know mean. someone else has done the hard work so let's try to capitalize off that by putting our own Hollywood spin on it which no
0: one else could do all the games gives uh dollars ninety nine us dollars to say my bigger concern with the Mario movie is that the studio behind minions is doing the animation it concerns me for the character models um you know they could I mean, just ask N- they could just ask Nintendo for the character <laughs> models they've already got I mean that's just <laughs> That's sort of the issue with making a CG movie in this case.
1: Yeah, and they already, like, modeled his nipples and everything in Mario Odyssey, so they could just, like, you know, they could send those nipple files over to the movie company, so they'd have those in their back pocket in case Mario goes swimming at all in
0: the movie. See, that's, uh, you know, an argument for doing a live-action Mario movie, because in that case, at least it would be sort of, it would feel like an adaptation. But if it's just CG, then he's already in CG. You could just watch a short made of the models they have already made.
1: Yeah, I don't, and I don't personally think, uh, uh, like, I have no love for the Minions movies, but I don't, I don't think Illumination, that studio, is incapable of modeling the Mario characters, because as iconic as the Mario characters all are, they're, they're not extremely detailed. No, no, like, they're not complicated. Unless they,
0: no, unless they try to do that thing that a lot of CG animated movies did, where they have, like, the cartoonish proportions, but hideously realistic texturing. Mm, so it end, like ends up looking like that realistically textured, photoshopped picture of Mario that has been no, sent around.
1: I don't want that. I, want, let's, I don't want to see like pores on his skin yeah. or like, you know, <laughs> the, just I don't want the hair
0: to look real. Just make him
1: look like a cartoon. Yeah, That's fine.
0: I hate when they do that. Yeah. Mm. Little realistic fur all over Yogi Bear so he looks like he's wrapped in fucking toilet mats.
1: If they're going to do it though, then they need to go whole hog, and they need to anatomically show Donkey Kong the entire time. Because I have seen well, gorillas this- in the wild, and let me tell you that there is some bits and boops hanging out there. And
0: right, Donkey Kong with his bollocks hanging out—is that what you want? I think that'd be great. I think why not?
1: Well, actually, Just go, go
0: whole hog. Well, did you know that gorillas actually have one of the proportionally smallest penises in the animal kingdom? No, not yes. our, not our Donkey Kong. Yes, gorillas have tiny, tiny knobs. This is something I happen to know.
1: This is... (laughs) This is something I happen to know. You don't have to say why, that's fine. Yes, I'm Um, just a
0: generally well-read person, and one of mm -hmm. the facts I latched on (laughs) to, apparently, is that gorillas have surprisingly small penises. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I feel like if the Mario movie explored that, I think it would be a a brave decision.
0: Hmm. Mm -hmm. You know one of the largest proportional penises for body size?
1: A uh, Diddy Kong. Barnacles. Little... Barnacles, really? Barnacles.
0: Yeah. Because they have to mate with another barnacle that's like two rocks away and neither of them can move. So the barnacle so what... has a penis that's something like two meters long. Jesus. So
1: when a barnacle latches onto like a ship, does that mean it's just trying to like hump the ship? Is
0: no, that what's going on there? That would be dumb. Okay. Because its willy faces outwards. Ooh. It really is trying to hump like whatever it's a it's passes. Like, it's more like it's French kissing the ship. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's, that's, I remember mean, that, uh,
1: that 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 barnacle fact. That's 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 good. I'm keeping that one in my back pocket, even if it's
0: not true, that's fine. Still Moving using. on. Uh, President Walker gives five viewers dollar to say, "I wish we were able to see Nathan Fillion play Drake in an Uncharted movie." That independent trailer was great. Oh, I think he's a bit old now. Yeah, that's the problem. Maybe maybe if they would have made the movie like. Uh, not even 10 years ago like he was kind of running around and scrambling See, that's the problem because as i say we already have a face we associate with nathan Drake, and it's a sort of generic handsome man
1: <laughs>
0: and nathan phillian yeah. well, i wouldn't say he's ugly but he has a sort of characteristic face he's not he doesn't have a generic face
1: no yeah his his, his face absolutely stands out hmm. And I think what they're they're trying to go for in Uncharted is like Uncharted Origins, which I
0: don't know. Well, I assume so, because, you know, Tom Holland is practically a sperm. Yeah, he is. He certainly doesn't look old enough to be the Nathan Drake in the games. No, no. And
1: I also like the fact that I believe at a certain point Mark Wahlberg was cast as Nathan Drake, and then the movie was in production hell for so long that he aged out of it and became Sully. So that's (laughs) nice.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. The, that guy you know gives two dollars to say the oscars might as well be best disney pixar film well i
1: mean Same in there. the animated categories yes but uh yeah. i mean disney i don't think a disney live action movie is one in a very long time that was like a buena vista movie probably
0: so you know what i hate about like uh the modern movies doing everything with c g there's no doesn't feel like there's any interesting technique to filmmaking anymore like, I used to hear stories about how they used to make like the sci fi effects in the first Star Trek movie by having like a big tank mm-hmm. of water and filling it with metallic paint and all yeah. kinds of really like out there shit yeah i uh, that that was fun, just like you know we all we just did it with photoshop that's not that that's not fun all the conversation just dies instantly.
1: No, a hundred percent. Yeah. I, uh, I, I completely agree. I really like, uh, I like when you see little behind the scenes things of like how they did something in a movie. There's like a mirror shot and contact. You see the, uh, yeah. behind the scenes of a bunch, how they did that. And that's really neat. Or like some of the extended one take shots and stuff like, uh, children, men or the haunting of Hill house. Um, that it just feels like genuine, like you know, quote unquote, movie making, as opposed to, well, we were at production sixteen months ago, and then we just shipped it off to thirty different yeah. uh, animation houses, and they've been working on it one frame at a time.
0: It feels like there used to be a lot more um, how it was made behind the scenes, like documentaries attached to films. I remember seeing yeah. one for Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was which would, would technolog- be amazing. Yeah, technological marvel. They had like robots yeah. on set. They had. Mm-hmm. They, like, uh, hand-drew all the animated characters on top of, like, the live-action ones. Yeah,
1: it's Insane. crazy how that movie is still visually impressive to me, whereas, like, I don't know, Detective Pikachu or Sonic, which yeah. ostensibly yeah. do the same There's, thing oh, of an animated oh, character in oh, humans. Oh, it's, it's AJ. Just,
0: it's AJ. Yeah. We, we downloaded the fur algorithm that everyone else uses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's just, like, it's, I don't know if we're just numb to it now. Kind of like the same thing how we've talked about in graphics and games, where you just kind of numb to things looking good.
0: Even matte paintings are, like, endlessly more interesting to me than CG.
1: Yeah, Just, yeah.
0: like, getting someone to paint a really nice picture and then, like, arranging it in front of a camera yeah. to make it look like the characters are walking into it. Yeah, the little, uh, you know, the
1: original Star Wars trilogy, doing that and mm-hmm. using models and, yeah, I think that's great, whereas... Uh, that,
0: yeah, the yeah. real crime then, of course, was George Lucas remaking all of that with CG. It's CG that has not
1: aged well whatsoever. So, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Rant over. Phantom of the Night gives uh, $10 to say, look up Mario in real time. It shows Charles can do extended dialogue as Mario and company. Well, if you say so, I still don't think it would work for a film because as it's got a very specific emotional tone, that performance, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, ideally, you want oh, no. a film character to have a range of tones. I mean, how would yeah, yeah. how would how would Charles Martinet's Mario convey um, a eulogy? Let's say Luigi just got shot by a sniper, and Mario has mm-hmm. to do a eulogy at the funeral. Could you picture that? Could you picture that, and it actually working as a moving scene?
1: I think it'd be very funny. Exactly, I would, I would genuinely love to see
0: that. Exactly, it could only be yeah, like taking the piss. It's me sadness. <laughs> Yeah, I I just don't. Yeah, I don't.
1: Uh, I don't know. And that's uh, again, that's not like knocking his skills at all, because clearly he's he's very skilled at the the voices and noises that Nintendo needed him to make for for these games for so long. But uh, it's just a different medium.
0: I'm just uh, um, picturing that scene in Four Weddings and a Funeral when James Nesbitt does like the eulogy <laughs> for the dude, and he reads that W. H. Auden poem. Mamma mm-hmm. mia! Stop all the clocks! <laughs> Cut off the telephone! <laughs> uh, I would pay
1: a lot of money to see that opening weekend
0: That's, that wasn't W.H. Jordan did that poem who did that poem
1: Yates was it Yates oh, I cares? don't I don't know I don't I don't think it was actually Yates
0: oh who cares you know that poem from that movie we studied it in English class actually it starts I think it's called stop all the clocks cut off the telephone who wrote that oh and it wasn't James Nesbitt either well fuck me then who uh, W.H. Auden. Oh, it was W.H. Auden.
1: Huh. Yeah, Funeral Blues. That's the one. Or Stop All The Clocks.
0: Look at that.
1: Learned a little bit about poetry during this stream.
0: Good for you guys. Hmm. I used to do a poetry show on The Escapist where I, like, wrote poetry about video games. When, really? Yeah, back when Jim Sterling was with us, we did, like, a... Uh, we co-produced a, video, uh, a poetry series called Jim and Yahtzee's Rhyme Down Spectacular incredible and i wrote a whole bunch that. of poems and a lot of them were silly but i actually like got pretty heartfelt with some of them
1: <laughs> i think even like the the dumbest poems you can find a little like kernel of something real in there
0: yeah i've always like, liked poetry for what it can teach us about uh you know how well you can make a, a line of dialogue scan I, yeah i am yeah. pentameter and all that it's useful in my uh career as a comedy writer
1: of okay. like trying to, uh, uh, to 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 get a sentence or a thought down to the essence of yeah. like if you can like, how to make it sound good
0: if you can arrange a sentence right then mm-hmm. uh, so it scans well and it can be much more effective
1: as a yeah which is wild because it, and it can be just be the same the same elements and yeah. like have the ultimately the same meaning but you imbue power to it based on what comes before and after yeah Very interesting
0: um david Mankoff says marty as not jack in this episode is a great creative choice okay i'm sure he appreciates being described as not jack
1: yeah i've uh i've, I've worked my whole life towards being a uh, not jack and so um I'm, I'm proud to fill in for not jack but uh yeah jack will be jack will be back next week
0: you're, you're welcome david Mankoff. Mm-hmm. uh give me a sec uh, but in space, though, gives five US dollars to say Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek is a casting I think people have slept on. He previously played the twins on Invincible and Trigon in Teen Titans. Well, it sounds like okay. he's a career voice actor then, unlike yeah, most of the cast in the Mario movie.
1: I don't know if he's going to be able to step into the to the massive shoes of, of Kamek, the turtle wizard. Who? Yeah, has quite a bit of depth. He's got a wand that shoots out spells that look like little
0: shapes. Yeah, he, he in Yoshi's Island, he took normal enemies right and he made them into big enemies, and that's yeah. that's yeah. a that's a lot to take on board in the the portrayal of the character. Yeah, yeah, he stole he stole babies in that movie. Yes, what so that's, that's what makes comic tick. What what is it about turning regular enemies into boss monsters? that motivates Kamek yeah
1: do you think it's like a a, a, a sexual thing I don't know is that is what you're, I, that what you're getting at maybe
0: it? some like deep-seated thing maybe, maybe in the past he was a, uh, he's carrying a lot of uh, baggage from his childhood when he felt intimidated by a large aggressive father figure and now he feels he has to take control of things by being the one responsible for making them large and aggressive
1: yeah I think they should have started this whole thing with a gritty Kamek origin story actually <laughs>
0: Uh, what are we on about svs guru 2000 uh gives five euros to say do you think we will get an initial trailer with a nightmare fuel mario design a la sonic well if they do we'll know i was right
1: yeah We'll know i was right that
0: it's this this is a clever calculated way to get easy bonus points and get some goodwill from the audience yeah
1: i wonder if that's the uh if, if the casting announcement was their version of that, oh, was like, that, well, let's just ooh, put this out
0: there. There's a thought. Yeah.
1: yeah, like I don't think they're gonna change the casting at all, but maybe it's like, all right, let's set the bar very low in people's minds, and then we'll we'll impress them when we have things to show.
0: Well, you know, maybe they're counting on Chris Pratt having hidden depths. Remember when yeah. it was announced that Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker in The Dark Knight? Everyone was like that squared jawed pretty boy. <laughs> where where my Willem defoe Yeah, yeah. and Then he won an Oscar, so yeah. There you go. Because he was because it, it was a mesmerizing portrayal. Mm-hmm.
1: So, do you th- what you're trying to say is Chris Pratt's Mario is going to be as impactful culturally as Heath Ledger's Joker?
0: Well, you never know, do you? You really don't. Yeah. Do you think Genuinely don't? I think he's going to put an Italian <laughs> accent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I don't know which would be worse if they just ignore it entirely or if they lean heavily into it. Is he gonna probably if they lean heavily
0: into how it? How can you have Mario without saying it's me? Though uh,
1: I feel like you could have it be like a, a like a, a wink and a nod. Like maybe he says it when he looks into the mirror while shaving in the morning. I don't know if like I don't know how old's Mario. Mario supposed to be though. Does he, does he shave? He's like an adult, right? Mario's like a full yeah, he's a plumber. Yeah, be you you know, like a think, child plumber.
0: I think Nintendo officially announced that Mario's in his mid-twenties permanently. In which case uh, that's a fearsome okay. moustache for a mid-twenties. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um okay. That's it's it's that, that's like worrisome. It's like that moment when like uh when you're a kid and all of a sudden you're older than the Simpsons kids and then all of a sudden you hit a point you're older than Homer and and Marge. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah.
0: yeah. Homer was a teenager of the 90s now. Did you hear? Yeah.
1: I don't like that at all. (laughs) I don't want to know about that.
0: (laughs) I don't have to say that. He probably listened to My Chemical Romance. (laughs) God. Yeah, oh,
1: I hate all this. Nope, I don't like it. I don't like it uh phantom of the night says if mario's mid-20s old is luigi We're, aren't they supposed to be twins or is luigi like a an... no luigi's the younger brother right because he looks up to mario
0: it's this confusing it's as confusing as any other attempt at continuity in the mario universe mm-hmm. i think they've been referred to as twins but then mario is referred to as the older but then yeah it's quite possible to have an older twin they just older by a matter of minutes but then again, yeah. in Yoshi's Island, when Mario is being brought by the Stork, Luigi's already there. So maybe Luigi's the older brother. That's right. He's just got uh, self-esteem issues.
1: I'm trying to see how... So Bob Hoskins was born in 42. Now I'm trying to see when John Leguizamo was born. So Bob Hoskins was born in 42. John Leguizamo was... Born in '64, so that would make uh, that would make Mario 22 years that, old. That's that's Luigi. quite a
0: that's quite a gap between kids, isn't it? You know what? that, yeah, says, that yeah. you know what that says to me empty nest syndrome. Yeah, His parents had the first child, felt like that was enough. Then that child grew up and went away, and the and the parents missed it, so they had like mm-hmm. a retirement baby. And that's why yeah. Luigi has yeah. such lower self esteem because the they like smothered him more than they ever did the first child.
1: The, this is what the movie can, can delve into, using the pathos that comes from Charlie Day as Luigi.
0: Hit me up, Nintendo. <laughs> i got a lot of ideas. Yep, Full you can write the script
1: ways. for the movie that surely its script has already been locked.
0: I will take exactly as much piss as you would expect me to take. <laughs> a perfect amount of piss. If, that, if, if you are taking a piss-taking approach, which I kind of suspect you are, hit me up.
1: You think they're that he's going to be canonically named Mario?
0: Mario? Oh, probably. I mean, what else is he going to be called? Mario uh, Giacomo? What? That <laughs> just sounds
1: like a like a like a New York alderman at that point. <laughs> Mario
0: Giacomo. <laughs> Anyway, one last uh, super chat. No more after this, please, because we're going to wrap things up. Emmanuel Toribio gives 250 DOPs, which are certainly a thing, I'm sure, who says mm-hmm. they'll do it ironically, like Mario will see a figurine of himself and will say, it's-a me, Mario.
1: That's uh, legitimately might exactly be yeah, how probably. they put it in the movie, actually. Yeah, yep. that's pretty pretty spot on. You
0: remember when they did that gag in Assassin's Creed 2, where the where the, uh, oh yeah where, the, the npc right you yeah into, yeah where itsio meets his uncle mario yeah um, it's a me mario yeah, he yeah. literally says it's a me mario and i mm-hmm. when that happened i was like was that supposed to be a subtle reference because it really wasn't
1: yeah and then uh at that moment uh miyamoto called up ubisoft and threatened to sue them into extinction unless they make mario plus rabbits and then they did well so that, that's like, how that that, came would,
0: that would explain a lot i still think they should have done the mario assassin's creed crossover uh, oh God! <laughs> Would Mario be assassinating? Like tell- he'd be cutting men's throats? Yeah, yeah, tell me you couldn't picture uh. it. Assassin in the little robe. Uh, an assassin Mario in the little hooded robe.
1: Yeah, I mean you know, we already saw in Odyssey that he likes like dressing up in different things, so he could he could clearly sort of blend in with a crowd.
0: Yeah, and it's a natural yeah. it's a natural connection because uh, Mario uh, likes jumping on people and having an mm-hmm. outrageous Italian accent. He and NCO, yeah. practically yeah. Blood Brothers.
1: Yeah, I'd like to see Mario kill kill a Pope. I think that'd be neat.
0: Yeah. pope. I
1: think that's something that would add some depth to his character.
0: A Koopa trooper in a Pope outfit. It, yeah, that's Kamek. Just, Kamek is yeah. pretty much the
1: Koopa trooper Pope. Just jump yeah.
0: on them from on high and hidden blade them right under the shell.
1: I mean, we don't know. Like, maybe the sprites are so small in the original Mario that maybe he does have a hidden blade when he jumps on Goombas. Hmm. We just don't see it. We just assume he's killing them with his feet, but he's actually stabbing them in the head.
0: He does extend a fist when he jumps up. Yeah. So, I think we're onto something. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mario is a cold-blooded killer.
1: Canonically.
0: Yeah. It checks out. Did Mario kill anyone in the Bob Hoskins movie? I feel like if, they, if he was going to kill anyone anywhere, he'd kill them there. They had the uh, guns and stuff in that movie.
1: Like they had a, a, a the the gun they used to kill Bowser, I believe, at the end was a Super Scope Six, like the, oh, the yeah. big light gun rifle from yeah. uh, Super Nintendo. It was a, that was just some fine product placement. It was a gritty setting, unbelievably. It's funny if it was if it weren't for Wreck-It Ralph, I feel like your proposal of what the Mario movie would be like would be almost perfect. I just I don't know if they're going to do that since it's already uh, been sort of done-ish. But when has Hollywood ever shied away from doing something that's already done? If been they
0: did done? that, they wouldn't have to have like the racist Italian accent. They could just have him do it at the start and then like when the camera's off, you could regress to normal, boring, tumpty-tum Chris Pratt voice. Yeah. And that would be, yeah. the, ga- that would be the gag. would be like that bit yeah. in uh, the first Judge Dredd movie where Stallone takes his helmet off. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, yep, yeah, we've just pissed over canon. Anyway, moving on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I think that'll be it for us, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Slightly mm-hmm. Something Else on this chilly September morn. Mm-hmm. I was Yahtzee Crozier. I was joined by Marty Sleeper. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for all your super chats. It helps support the site. I will be back tomorrow with Zero Punctuation, the post-CP stream. You're yet to confirm who's joining me on that. Probably not, Marty, because I wouldn't want to get sick of him.
1: No, that's true. That'd be bad.
0: So I will see you well then. Where will we see you next, Marty? Oh, my gosh. where uh,
1: I'm, I'm going to be working on uh, uh, something for the new Outer Wilds expansion that just dropped today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm putting together a little thing that hopefully will be up by the end of the week.
0: Should be fun. Outer Wilds, mm-hmm. not Outer Worlds. That was the... Not Outer
1: Worlds, yes. Outer Wilds that was the
0: that was what confused me before we started broadcasting (laughs) no all right we'll say goodbye then everyone bye everybody thanks for tuning in